Hey, Martin here from Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we'll be doing episode 142, The Secret School Base. And you know, thinking back to how this podcast kind of started, or at least the stories I used to tell my own kids, the very first visualization I actually did for my son uh, was when he had gone to his, I think it was his first week or first day of school. And I just remember that that night his mind was spinning in circles and he just couldn't stop it, really. So I had him lay down, close his eyes, and I made up a story. And then I uh, was required to do that every single night from there on out. And here we are. I don't know if any other parents can relate to that, but if you can, you're welcome to drop me a line at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. And now time for the visualization. So just close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Just imagine yourself hanging out in your house or wherever you live with Spaceship. The next day's a school day and you tell Spaceship, I don't want to go to school tomorrow. Why not? Spaceship asks. I just don't feel like it. It takes so much energy and we have to learn the whole time. I wish I could just have a break. Understood, Spaceship answers. Yeah, well, thanks, Spaceship. I'm glad you always understand. Well, off to bed. You go to sleep that night, and when you wake up in the morning, you follow your normal morning routine, whatever it is. You get dressed, eat some food, and then you head off to school. Now, Spaceship, being an absolutely loyal companion, decides to go with you. He shrinks down really, really small and flies inside your pocket so nobody will see him. He does this pretty often when you go to school, you know. The day starts out pretty normally with all the learning and stuff, but as it goes on, you start to get kind of tired. And as you do, you hear a little voice in your head. I have created a surprise for you that I believe you could use right now, Spaceship says directly in your ear. Are you in my ear? You whisper back to Spaceship. Yes, I shrunk down and entered your ear. All right, well, what's the surprise? You whisper back to Spaceship. Look on your desk. Do you notice anything different? You search around the desk where you're sitting and look for anything that seems kind of out of place. You notice there's a square that's drawn directly in the center of the desk. You almost can't notice it, but now that you're looking, it's basically a perfect square. Uh, what's this square here? Is that what you're talking about? You ask. Yes. You scratched a square into my desk? Spaceship, that's really not much of a surprise, you say. That is not all. Press the square, Spaceship demands. Okay, you say. You press the square and as soon as your fingerprint touches it, it lights up and a series of numbers appears. One through nine. Little numbers like on a telephone. Key in the password. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Spaceship says. Spaceship, that's a terrible password. That's like one of the first passwords somebody would guess. Sorry, Spaceship says. We can change it later. All right, you say back. You press in the numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and you hear a strange beeping sensation and a hiss like air is being released. Then a strange light appears directly around your body. You move your hand, but the light stays exactly where it was. And you realize that it's not light at all. Some sort of hologram has appeared around you and it 
seems to be shaped exactly like you. Just as you realize this, a hole opens up in the ground, and your seat gives way, and you find yourself suddenly sliding through a large tunnel on some sort of slide. It curves left and right, up and down. It's actually a lot of fun. Suddenly you pop out the bottom, and you enter a huge room. Where am I? The basement of the school or something? What's going on, spaceship? You ask. When you were worried about school last night, I created a special break room just for you, Spaceship explains. You look around the break room and it's designed almost exactly like Spaceship itself is designed. There's a couch facing a TV with a game console. There's shelves of books, shelves of toys and even a little table with a food replicator where you can eat pretty much anything you want. This is amazing, but won't my teachers notice I'm gone? You ask. Your teachers should not notice anything. I have designed your desk to create a hologram that will pretend to be you. You can see from its perspective here. Spaceship turns on the TV, and suddenly you're looking through the eyes of a hologram while your teacher's droning on about world geography or something like that. Now class, uh, today we're going to learn about the provinces of Canada. Now starting here on the east coast there's Newfoundland and PEI, and then there's Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, cool, but won't I miss out on a lot of really important knowledge or something like that? No, Spaceship says. I have designed the return elevator to be equipped with a mind sync device. As you go up the elevator, it should program all knowledge learned in the classroom into your head. So when I go up the elevator, I'll know everything I was supposed to know? That's amazing. This is so cool, Spaceship. Thank you so much. You spend quite a while playing around in your break room. You play with the toys. You watch some TV. But after a while, you decide that learning might actually be more fun than this. I uh, think it's time to go back up, Spaceship. Understood. Enter the elevator, Spaceship says. Beside the exit to the slide, a little slot opens up, and an elevator just big enough for one person opens. You step inside and press the green button that's on the wall, the only button there is to press. The doors close and the elevator begins to rise, and as it does, strange lights flash all around you, and knowledge starts to sort of magically appear in your head. You now understand almost everything there is to know about the geography of Canada, something that may or may not come in useful in the future, especially if you don't live in Canada. Above the elevator, a little hole opens up, and the floor pushes you back up into your seat inside the hologram, and the hologram disappears around you, the hole closes, and you're just sitting in the classroom. No one seems to notice except the teacher. Hey, you! What do you think you're doing? the teacher says. You weren't even listening, were you? Hmm, well, I guess you get to answer the next question, the teacher says. What is the capital of Canada? You think for a second, and strangely, it appears in your head. Ottawa, you say. Oh, very good, very good. Well, what is 
is the name of the three territories of Canada, the teacher says. Uh, the, the Northwest Territories, the Yukon, and none of it, you answer. Hey, right again. Uh, maybe you were paying attention. Good job, A-plus, the teacher says, and goes back to writing on the board. You sit in class for a while and do whatever you're supposed to do. But after a while, when you start to feel tired from all the learning, you decide to go back to your break room. You press the button on the desk, the hologram lights up around you, and a hole opens in the ground underneath you that you slide directly into. It's actually quite fun to go down into the break room. You head directly over to the couch and lay down in it, grabbing the TV remote. But then you hear a strange sound. A bumping or something like... It sounds sort of like somebody else coming down a slide. You put the remote down and get up, walking over to the opening in the wall. And out of the opening pops... Your teacher. Now, that wasn't a very safe password you used. Now what is this place? Some sort of break room? Well, I don't think the principal would like that you dug a big hole under the school and built a break room now, will he? The teacher says. Uh, I'm sorry? Uh, I didn't really build it, to be fair. It was my magic spaceship, but, uh, you probably don't need to know that. Uh, well, don't call my parents? Eh, you say. Oh, I won't be calling your parents. In fact, I won't be doing anything of the sort. And as the teacher continues to speak, she reaches over and pulls some sort of mask off of her face, revealing the face of a dinosaur. A dinosaur you are very familiar with. Rex, the evil, evolved, tyrannosaurus scientist from a past episode that some of you may or may not have listened to. Well then, you thought I wouldn't find you, didn't you? Rex says. Uh, oh no, how did you find me here and what did you do with my teacher? Your teacher is at home sick. I mean... Well, I may have made her sick in order to take her place, but that's what you get for defying me and always ruining my plans. Oh no, you think. I need to stop this thing before it starts. You press the button on your watch, quickly making your spacesuit fold out around your entire body, protecting you in a suit of armor capable of many different things. Oh, your space armor, eh? Well, I can do that too, Rex says, pressing a button on his watch and suddenly becoming covered in his very own space armor. Uh-oh. Uh, spaceship? Any ideas? Spaceship, who's still currently shrunk down to very tiny sizes and hanging out in your ear, responds. I built a portal into the room. My suggestion is that you activate the portal and we force Rex through it. I will set the destination to an inhospitable planet. That's a great idea, you say. You look down at your wrist. It has several buttons on it that you're pretty familiar with. One of them is a dark blue button, the button for your ice cannon. You press the button and your ice cannon pops up out of your wrist. You have a plan in mind, but it's going to take perfect timing. Rex begins to run at you and you jump out of the way. He turns around and runs at you again, but again you jump out of the way. Then. One more time as he runs at you, 
You jump over top of them using the thrusters on your spacesuit to get enough air and land on the other side, directly in front of the wall that has the portal to other planets on it. Rex, now looking rather angry, huffs and puffs and then begins to charge at you with incredible speed. Realizing this is the perfect chance, you aim your freeze gun down at the ground, covering the entire thing in ice, and as Rex runs towards you, you jump sideways out of the way using your thrusters to blast you against the other wall. At the exact same time, Spaceship activates the portal. Rex slides on the ice, falls down onto his bum, and slides straight through the portal. As soon as he does, Spaceship deactivates it. Oh, that was close, Spaceship. Good job. Thank you. But what are we going to do about the teacher? The kids are going to wonder where the teacher is when we head back up there. Let me take care of that, Spaceship says. Okay, you say. You head back to the elevator and press the green button. Slowly, you rise up back into your seat and look around the classroom, realizing that it's empty. As you peer at the window, it becomes pretty obvious that it's recess time. I'm missing recess? Well, that does explain how the teacher got down here without the other kids asking questions. Huh. Oh well. The bell rings and slowly all of the other kids file back into the room. You just stay where you're sitting, wondering exactly what Spaceship has in mind. Once the entire class is in place, your teacher enters the room. But there's something odd about her. She moves in a slightly more robotic fashion, and she reminds you of somebody you must know. Hello, class. I am your teacher. Spaceship, you realize? Is, is, is that spaceship? Today, the teacher says, we will be going outside for an extended recess instead of gym class. Any strange looks the teacher was being given based on the strange way she was talking or walking disappear immediately as the entire class cheers. They all run to the door and the teacher opens it up releasing them back out to the playground. Your teacher, or spaceship anyways, disguised as your teacher, heads out to supervise. You spend the rest of the day out there because, well, spaceship just didn't feel like teaching. At the end of the day, you head back home in whatever way you normally do. And as soon as you get there, you're feeling awfully tired. Your arms and legs are sore from an entire day of playing outside, or almost an entire day anyways. So, you immediately lay down on the couch. Your eyelids become heavy, so you let them close. You just focus on your breath, taking slow, deep breaths in and out. And with each out-breath, you release more and more tension allowing yourself to sink down into the couch. And slowly, without really realizing it, you drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone. <laughs>